this is not a self-help book. Self-help books are designed to assist you in correcting a habit or issue in your life. This book is the guide for self-sufficiency. And part of its purpose is to make sure you don't buy another self-help book ever again. I can confidently say that because the secret is this. Self-help is a skill. And like every other skill, if you work on it consistently, you will get better at it because it is, by definition, a learned action. The skill of self-sufficiency is learned through your actions. It would be nice to sell billions upon billions of copies, but for me, a true success would be for you, the current reader, to give this to someone you think would benefit from this train of thought training. It's rather ironic that we constantly say train of thought when referring to something that's lost. Like, how do you lose a train? Anyway, like a train, your thoughts and emotions have to be built, fueled, and purpose-driven to be useful. Otherwise, you're just a waste of energy, space, and resources. If you allow it, this book is going to show you how to power, stop, and maintain that train to get it to where you need it to go. If you're like me, you're torn. Part of you is excited because this isn't a long read. Another part of you is skeptical because you're wondering how much help you can get in a book that only has 77 pages. I'm going to be honest with you. It's not my job to shed your skepticism. But it is my job to shed light on two missed questions which each lie in the gray area of a simple concept. My take on it is as follows. If someone likes you, they'll give you a fish. If someone loves you, they'll teach you how to fish. The two key missed questions are, why are you fishing in the first place? And more importantly, what are you going to do with what you catch? This book is going to teach you how to think for yourself. This book is going to show you how to be aware of everything while still focusing on yourself. This book is going to challenge you on how well you know yourself. This book is going to show you how to get whatever it is for you. This book is going to reveal the untapped power you gain when you stop complaining about Mondays. Before you start, allow me to suggest how to read this book. There are 11 pages or less in each chapter and each chapter is broken down into four parts. The first part is the story of the caterpillar and the butterfly. The second section outlines the lessons in the story and gives real life examples of how the lessons can be applied. The third section outlines action items for you to practice and apply to your everyday life. The book is meant to stop. The research and practices are not. The Caterpillar and the Butterfly story reads like a children's book. It's written this way because the book is meant to be read several times throughout one's life. Thought leader Bob Proctor advocated for reading books several times not because we'll discover something new in the book, but within ourselves. Ideally, the first time someone reads this would be in their adolescence because of how formative puberty and grade school are. I figure there isn't a more widely accepted story than the caterpillar and the butterfly, and the preteen years are a lot of people's first time experiencing this kind of change. I also chose to use this metaphor because it gives the reader the best chance to tap into what many call our inner child, or the most innocent slash curious version of ourselves. As children, we romanticize life and we dream big, but as life challenges us, we lose sight of that fearlessness we proudly wear as kids. It's imperative that we hold on to this part of ourselves to maximize our potential in this world by being lifelong learners. 
The section that outlines real life examples is conversational and mostly contains accounts I've collected to illustrate the lesson. The section will start off with three words, an action, an outcome, and an attitude. This section was made to be concrete and easy to understand by giving metaphors and analogies that directly correlate to what the caterpillar and the butterfly is going through. If you've ever read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, you might already understand how helpful this method can be in grasping a lesson. This section will be most appreciated by young adults in their mid to late 20s. I say this because many young adults have had some form of education and enough life experience to understand how these lessons can be useful in their rapidly changing lives. The third section of the chapter, the practices, is the easiest to understand and the hardest to maintain. Truth be told, this section is geared towards middle-aged adults because at that point in their life, many people have mastered their resolve and discipline. The exercises are designed to be quick and easy with minimal stress put on the body. Think of them as someone teaching you how to fish after they give you one. Meaning, they're designed to be what you leave this book with so you don't have to constantly revisit it for antidotes and lessons. But obviously, I wouldn't object to that. The fourth and final section is a compilation of information that empowered me to write this book. Some of it can lead you down a rabbit hole, but sometimes diving deep into the subject of our studies helps us discover new depths within ourselves. But with all this said, the supreme truth is that this book is what you make it. Some may see it fit only to read the caterpillar and the butterfly and let their mind interpret it as they see. Some may only understand the real life examples. Others may truly only want the practices so they can apply them immediately. I'm a fan of free will. And as the book illustrates, we are all masters of our journey. So do as you will, as long as what you're doing has strong will behind it. Just remember, this book, just like this world, is what it is, but you will interpret it as you are.